Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 275, and I am super excited today, extremely excited today. I hope that you're excited today uh, just because I want you to have a good day. But more than that, I want to share with you my next guest, and his name is Brad Kugler, and he is an expert in product liquidation. So why would I be excited about this? Well, because sometimes when we're picking products, especially in the beginning, we might make a mistake, or maybe we don't know exactly the market we want to go into, but we want to pick something, we pick something, and it maybe sells, or maybe it doesn't sell as well as we wanted it to, or maybe we just want to get out of that market. For whatever reason, we want to be able to just get the cost of goods back, or at least get some of the money back, right? So we can then maybe take that, reinvest it into another product or another another market that we want to go into, right? Well, I've had people ask me this question, like, how do you do it? And it was funny because I mentioned this on another episode, and I think we did another episode, which was more or less geared towards like the obvious ways, right? Go to eBay, Craigslist, um, maybe even your local retailers. And he talks about that as well. But there's other ways that you can do it, which was pretty creative and pretty clever um, that Brad came up with. Um, Now, just to be totally transparent, he does have a service that does buyback product, but He'll say it right here, right on this podcast, and I'm going to tell you guys right now too. He's he's going to tell you this. That's your last resort. Going to him is your last resort. If you if you don't follow what he says the recommendations are and you just want to do it like tomorrow, then yeah, you'd give him a call or someone like him. But he's going to tell you like, go try this first and try this and and do this. And then if that doesn't all work and you just want to get out from under it, then yes, you, you, you go ahead and you can give me a call or someone like him. So just to be totally transparent there, like he's basically saying like, don't come to me unless you've exhausted these other, these other resources that he's going to share with us. Now, again, he's been in this space for a long time. I believe it was over 15 or 20 years. I mean, I'm talking about going back as far as like selling VHS tapes and stuff and, and he'll go through his story. But I'm really excited because he's been in this, even in the retail ARB game for a long time, just like my good friend, Dom Sugar, uh, you know, so there's, there's still, and he'll tell you too, there's still a market out there for retail ARB just to let you guys know. Okay. I mean, a lot of people are saying, well, retail ARB, online ARB, it's not a, it's not, not my thing right now. Um, although I have thought about maybe like another little division that I could have of maybe hiring a few people that could help me with that. And then we could have a whole another side thing, but that's another discussion. But just want to say, he's got a ton of knowledge. and He's going to share that today. So I'm really, really excited to have him in and not to mention Brad's a cool guy, really cool guy. So uh, definitely excited to share this with you, this conversation that we had. Now, I did want to also just say that people ask me, like, Scott, what's the best way to eliminate even getting into a situation like this? And the answer is there, there really isn't like one set way. There isn't like a true formula. The one thing I will say is, you know, product selection or product you know, research is going to be key. Right. And I think that if we can master that, like if we can master like what to look for, uh, what are the red flags that uh, that say, no, no, don't don't go after that market or that product. And I think going after a market is also, I think, something more important now than ever, because we can build something around that market or inside of that market and maybe niche it down. But again, that's for a whole nother conversation, which we will have future episodes on that. And that goes for even if you're not selling on Amazon, if you're selling just any product, you got to find the market, you got to find the demand, right? And you got to be able to prove that it's already selling. Um, But I do have a couple episodes that we've done in the past. Episode 161 with Greg Mercer, check that out. um, And that'll be in the show notes. And then uh, episode 189, where I go through depth and demand and all that stuff to kind of make sure that the numbers are accurate and you can validate 
And, and this can reduce the amount of risk, right? It doesn't mean it's going to remove all the risk. It's going to remove, uh, you know, some of the risk. But again, again, when you start to get good at this, it's kind of like when you exercise or you train for an event, you get better as you do it. You're going to get better as you go through the product selection phase. Um, all right. So again, you just have to understand that it's a learning process, all right? Uh, now, before we jump in, I did want to remind you about the show notes. There will be full transcripts and show notes and links, and there's going to be some links. I'm telling you, he's going to drop some links here, so you're definitely going to want to head over to the show notes page, theamazingseller.com forward slash 275. And one thing before I do jump in, and this is kind of on a side note, I just wanted to kind of reach out and give all of the true TASers out there a giant hug, because you guys are awesome, and I have to say, I go into iTunes to read the reviews and the feedback, usually weekly, and I don't always talk about it on the show, but I did want to kind of give you guys all like a shout out and say, you know, I truly, uh, I truly just want to say thank you for being listeners and being like just, you know, just fans of the show and supporters and knowing that it's, it's collectively all of us kind of pulling together. Um, I did want to read one real quick, if you don't mind. Um, and, uh, this one here was kind of funny, uh, just the name and then, uh, just, it's pretty awesome that, uh, people around the world are listening to this, but, um, the headline of this, uh, in iTunes was Scott, the humanitarian. Um, and it was by itchy and scratchy, which is kind of funny. Um, I'm brand new to the podcast and just happened to stumble upon this gem. Me and my wife have been driving truck all around the country for two years. And currently we are hauling an Amazon load from Dallas to West Columbia, South Carolina. And then he puts in uh, brackets. Maybe I'll pass your house, Scott smiley face. Four days ago, we put in our two week notice to find Finally, leave this job and be able to take action. I've been listening to this podcast pretty much nonstop since I found it, about 10 plus hours a day, and I'm currently on episode 78, and hopefully can finish listening to all the episodes before I get home so I can get caught up in two weeks from right now. Thanks, Scott, for the t- for taking the time of your day to put this podcast together and giving us so much value, uh, valuable information, and motivates us to, uh, and, and helps us to, to listen. So, Again, I just want to say being able to read this stuff that people are actually listening and and whether that just turns something on in your head where you say, you know what, this is something I think I can get started on because I've wanted to get started before, but it just seems so complicated. And again, I'm using this Amazon as a vehicle. It's not necessarily the end of the game. And you guys have heard me say that. I'm going to say it time and time again. And especially, you know, itchy and scratchy. uh, I don't have the name, but, you know, I just want to say that, you know, I'm sure you have, you know, the concept of like what you want to do. But hopefully, and this would be a little bit of advice for you, you know, before I would ever leave any job, I'd need a runway, right? I need a runway of of cash and capital that I know that I'm going to be able to move towards. So anyone out there that's thinking like, I just want to do this to leave my job, you have to understand if you're just building your business on Amazon, it is risky and I would never recommend doing that. So if we were sitting down having coffee, itchy and scratchy, that's what I'd be saying. So I just wanted to throw that out there for anyone else too. Like, yeah, I, I think it's it's awesome that someone would have, you know, the balls to do that. Uh, but uh, me personally, I would need a runway. Um, and, I, and I've done that in the past, even when I left my father's construction business and then went into the... Uh, you know, in, into the online space or even my, my brick and mortar business with the photography and all of that stuff. So always had a runway and I think that everyone should, but you got to have a plan and you got to execute, but yes, there are risks involved. So I just wanted to kind of give a shout out, give a great big hug to all you guys and say, thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. I've rambled on long enough. This has been a long intro and I apologize. Let's go ahead and listen to this awesome interview I did with Brad Kugler. Enjoy. Hey, Brad, thank you so much for hanging out, man. What's going on? Hey, Scott, it's really a pleasure to be here. I've listened to you for so long, and 
to be honest, I'm a little bit starstruck to be sitting here talking to you. This is great. Thank you starstruck. so much for having me. <laughs> oh, no problem, man. Starstruck, though? Come on, man. Uh, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're putting me up a little bit higher than I am, but I appreciate that. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just so glad that uh, I was able to connect with you. And I know we've, we've communicated a little bit through email. And, uh, you know, I really wanted to get you on because you and I had some conversations going back and forth about uh, liquidating because you kind of heard an episode I did where, where people were asking, like, what do I do if I have a product that I, it's not moving and maybe I just want to move on to the next product, but I got to liquidate it. And we gave them some ideas on, on what they could do. But then you kind of approached me and said, you know what? Um, I think I can help them because I kind of do that already. So um, first off, give me a little bit of the background story on uh, on Brad. Sure. Well, well, first I wanted to say, you know, I started listening to you in January and I've listened to every episode. Maybe I'm behind by five. So 260 episodes. Oh, wow. And I listened to you at this 2x speed. So, <laughs> you know, usually you're talking twice as fast. I'm at the gym or on the treadmill, yeah. as you say. So, so speaking to you at normal speed, it's, it's, it's different. You know, I, I don't feel like I have to keep up with you now. So, uh, it, it's a much easier conversation, but having to do that in double speed, it allowed me to listen to all the episodes in a few months. But cool, cool. anyways, that being said, basically I've been in the liquidation business since about 1991. Oh, wow. And, um, we started, uh, doing liquidations on VHS and CDs and we were liquidating from the major studios from video stores and we were reselling them and uh, you, you, People would have called us a rack job or something So I buy these liquidations from stores going out of business or even you know I bought returns from Target 